Are you a hunter or an outdoor enthusiast? Take your love for firearms to the next level with Goat Guns. Our miniatures are an ideal addition to your hunting gear or cabin decor. Each model is meticulously crafted, capturing the essence of legendary firearms. Celebrate your passion for the outdoors by displaying these stunning pieces. With Goat Guns, you can showcase your love for hunting and firearms in a unique and artistic way. Explore our collection now and embrace your outdoor spirit at GoatGuns.com. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Welcome. I have not seen people in the flesh in many, many years. An imprisoned spirit warns of an insidious evil. In the meanwhile, I've been trapped here, my soul trapped, while Tamon Varius's foul influence still lies within the walls of this fort. And reveals what must be done. If you seek to cleanse this place and give honor to the Blix name, you must bring those remains here and destroy them upon this altar. I promise you we will do this. But the path is treacherous. What's that saying about being a great idea to wake a sleeping giant? <laughs> yeah. And the destination, deadly. Oh my oh, god! Shit! Gork! Oh! oh. The adventure continues now. Welcome, one and all, to the Glass Cannon Podcast. My name is Joe O'Brien, and I just want to say, if you thought we weren't going to have an episode this week, you are a fool, because we have an episode every week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you to all of those listeners out there that submitted on our contests that we did. We did a few contests since my last intro, and we got some fantastic submissions. And despite the fact that I'm thoroughly enjoying reading these amazing ideas... We have to, unfortunately, close the submission process. It is over, but we have so many great ideas, hundreds of them, that we are literally going through as I record this. And pretty soon, we're going to have winners, and we're going to announce them and send out the prizes. So keep an eye out for that. A quick thank you once again to Paizo for supporting the GCP community and our desire to play more Pathfinder. Speaking of the GCP community, I'd like to give a special shout out this week to Austin Jute from Cincinnati, who has taken the time to start the Glass Cannon Podcast subreddit. You can check it out at r slash the Glass Cannon Podcast. There are already dozens of members, and he's looking to expand it into a real community where you all can connect and talk about the episodes, theories, questions you might have, whatever. If you find yourself wanting to talk about the show, and your stupid coworkers are just talking about like the Olympics or the news, then this is the place for you. Log in and you can get your water cooler talk about the Glass Cannon podcast. Definitely check it out. Well, let's talk about this week's episode. When we sat down to play this session, we knew that we were going to be quite literally speaking with the dead. Fabian Blix the great-great-grandfather of Calrianne Blix. Uh, we met Calrianne in episode 40. It's called Down the Hatch. If you want, actually, go back and re-listen to the beginning of that episode. It might help you more fully appreciate 
what we're about to hear this week. I can tell you that things are about to get dark. If these episodes had parental warnings on them for what sort of content would be in the upcoming episode, this one would have a few buzzwords, strong language, adult themes, and graphic violence, to name a few. So I want you to get in the zone for this one. Get ready to hit the lights. It's going to get dark. Here comes episode 64 and Blackout. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys feel like talking about? <laughs> Pathfinder and the adventure we're playing. What else? I feel like we haven't talked about other stuff lately. Well, we do, but it's mostly off air. Yeah. How's life, Troy? It's pretty good. Pretty good. I can't complain. How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah? I'm okay. What about you, Joe? Uh, I feel terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a, a little, long night last little, night? Yeah, a little bit of a long night, yeah. A little bit of brown liquor? Celebration. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. were you celebrating? Uh, friend in town. Yeah, that's that's worth getting wasted over. <laughs> yeah, you know, you wake you'll up. You'll never see him again. You wake up and you're just like, what, what am I doing? Like, what, what's happening? Things are changing. <laughs> why, why didn't I just not do that? Like, doesn't make any sense. Grant, how are you doing? I'm feeling great. Yeah. I had a, I was with DD last night, so had to had to stay sober. No no brown liquor. That's good. Just right. beers. Just, so just 20 beers. I'm going to need okay. you guys to carry this if Joe is uh, Joe's under uh, under the weather. I'm hydrating. I'll be good. You're the you're the lork of fun. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, all right, so um, you guys finally made it to the chapel, barricaded from the outside. That's always mm-hmm. a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> you pull that stuff away, and then written in blood. Careful, vengeful spirit inside. Stay out. You make it inside. It's a chapel to Desna of all things. Yeah. Holy. Desna. This seems like more than mere coincidence. And Galabras is yeah, and Galabras is going through this stuff right now where he's sort of re, not rediscovering, but getting back in touch with his faith. He's feeling yeah. Desna's presence all around him. Maybe it's because of your proximity to this chapel. Could have something to do with it. Uh, and then there are chapel actual chapels to Desna, places of worship, because she's the goddess of travel. Uh, are very few and far between. There just aren't that many. Hmm. Um, there are like little shrines and stuff on highways, but there's nothing like this. This like an actual <laughs> chapel. rest stops, right? <laughs> but there's something like this is this Makes very the big rare. Voice. Yeah, little um, little candles with a picture of Desna on the side of them. You light up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here you are. You say what was the thing you said to the the incantation? Uh, the call to dream. And what is the call to dream? It's just like a. It's like the Lord's Prayer for uh, for Desna. And yeah, I'm assuming in the in the in the week between uh, recordings, you memorized it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to just give it to us? Hey, you say you you're a butterfly. Oh, I see you in the beautiful garden. Gonna get you, get you, get you, butterfly boy. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, get you, get you, butterfly boy. It's lovely. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You all get a bit of luck <laughs> <laughs> for 24 hours on every roll. Thank uh, you, uh, Sub Pop <laughs> and uh, Shona Knife. So you sing a little song, and a ghostly apparition 
of a priest of Desna appears, introduces himself as Fabian Blix. He's played by Orlando Bloom. Mm. Ah, okay. Little something for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> little something for the Dellas. Um, you don't know that. <laughs> he says, ah, Welcome. Welcome. I have not seen people in the flesh in many, many years. What brings you to this fort? Father, peace and blessings of the goddess be upon you. And upon you as well. We were sent here by a descendant of yours, Calrian Blix. She spoke of you. A descendant of mine. So my sons did yet live. Oh, I have much to tell you. What do you know of the history of this fort? Calrian told us that the fort fell and that she feared that it was at least in part due to some failure of, of yours. And it was not my failing. Uh, well, hopefully now you can tell her the truth. Is she, is she well? Is she strong? Is she beautiful? She is very beautiful. <laughs> And she is a fine warrior. Good. The seed is strong. When the orcs pushed south against the blockade, years and years ago, they attacked all the lines of forts along the border, and Red Lake Fort was no exception. At first, our garrison held strong against the orc hordes, but as the siege went on, the food supplies dwindled, morale was low, and surrounded by orcs and cut off from the rest of the forces manning the blockade with no hope of resupply. Our defenders soon realized that the fort would not hold. We would either die at the hands of these orcs or slowly waste away from starvation. It was bleak. We all knew we were to die. The Castellan at the time, a man named Tamond Varius, sought my counsel. He had an idea, and if I am to blame it all for this, what happened here, it is for refusing him. He came to me uh, looking for assurance that the church would absolve him of wrongdoing on his deathbed. And I said, for what? And he said that the only way we could survive was cannibalism. Obviously shocked by this proposal, I provided no such guarantee and instead advised Tamman to just surrender the fort to the orcs in exchange for the garrison's freedom. I truly thought if he just gave the fort over, some, if most, if not all of us would be able to escape. He argued that the surrender was tantamount to suicide and vowed to hold the fort at any cost. When I responded that the cost might be his soul, Varius went insane with rage and struck me down with his sword. Resolute to what must be done to feed the troops, he locked up this chapel and began murdering those deemed unnecessary for the fort's defense, primarily the families of the soldiers. 
I was the first one fed to the garrison. To explain this newly discovered supply of fresh meat, he told the troops that I had been hoarding food in the chapel and when discovered had fled like a coward into the night, just abandoning the garrison to its fate. But instead they were eating my remains. He also told them that for their safety, their families, their wives and children, along with this food supply that I had been hoarding, be barricaded inside the chapel and Desna would watch over them and protect them, but in truth he was just killing the wives and the children and feeding them to the troops. Oh, my God. The chapel was empty. They were slaughtering good people in order to provide sustenance to the soldiers. The soldiers praised the Castellan for his foresight and continued to fight, believing that the surrender to the orcs would doom their loved ones, all the time unaware that their loved ones were dead and inside of them. I rose as a ghost soon afterwards, and lacking any ability to communicate with my family, I appeared to them in dreams, to my wife and to my two young boys. My wife, sadly, did not heed my advice and went to Tamond and scolded him, and she was then killed and fed to the troops. But I saw the last vision of my boys. I saw them escape through the well, my twin sons. And now you tell me that I have a, a descendant. It must be uh, one of my sons had a son and had another son and had a daughter. I wonder, I wonder where my other son is. You'll have to ask uh, Karian. Uh, I'd love to know. I hope to see her again, and I think she would be pleased to know that you were steadfast and that it was through no fault of yours that this place, that this place fell. I blame myself to this day. In the meanwhile, I've been trapped here, my soul trapped. Well, Tamon Varius's foul influence still lies within the walls of this fort. I had a feeling that the reason this place was cursed was from various causes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> God damn it. Why are you here? What brought you here? I, I asked you at the beginning, what, what brought you here in the first place? This place has become the headquarters for a, a sort of an army made up of giants and orcs under the banner of the Twisted Nail and Twisted Heart tribes that threaten our city, the city of Trunau. Yes, yes, I'm quite aware. I had to fight many of them off when they first took over the fort. Uh, I've killed many, many of them. But, as I'm sure you noticed, it was barricaded and no one has sought the presence of this chapel in many years. Uh, Are you unable to leave the chapel? I am. Sadly, I believe the only way I can be free is if Varius's influence is completely cleansed from this place. How can we do this? How can we free you? 
you're you're a great 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 granddaughter was very concerned that we be able to do this i prayed to desna about this and i believe that the only way his uh, vile wickedness could be cleansed as if you find his bones somewhere in here bring them to this altar of desna and destroy them mm. in the meantime i believe his influence lies within many of the rooms of this fort mm. do you know how he died or where it is my belief that eventually the soldiers discovered what he was doing captured him tortured him and killed him where his body is where his remains are somewhere in here i can feel that fell influence all around me and i'm sure the deeper you go into the fort you will feel it too if you seek to cleanse this place in whatever your reasons are for being here if you seek to free me and give honor to the blix name as you've mentioned you must bring those remains here and destroy them upon this altar I promise you we will do this. Thank you, young dreamer. In the name of Desna. Uh, Lork is going to pull Galabras just kind of aside a little bit. And... Oh, ow! <laughs> no Sorry. Uh, You're hurting me! Uh, power attack. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I pull him aside and whisper because I don't know exactly how to bring it up and Galabras is really good with uh, breaking bad news. But... Uh, I remind him that it, probably this guy's son died in the well and fell. Oh. Broke his neck. Oh, yeah. And right. if you want to tell him, I think we should. Um, yeah. One of his sons, yeah. One of his sons. Obviously, yeah. one got out, and that's uh, Calrianne's ancestor. Right. And then, But I think his brother died trying to climb down. Right. Um, I'm reminded by my companion that we encountered the remains of boy in the well uh, that would be of commensurate age of one of your sons. Aye, and he was bearing the Blix symbol. A ring, I believe. Mm. Just sadness falls over this ghostly face. It didn't have to be this way. We should have just given up the fort. Thank the gods, thank Desna that at least my line has continued. And this great warrior, perhaps she will bear sons and bring bring Finger, honor to the Blix crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Working on it, pal. I'm I, doing everything I can. I could put in a good word for you. If please, I please was corporeal. Do. Yes. <laughs> if I was corporeal. <laughs> uh, she serves the Knights of Ozum with great honor and distinction. Yomadai is a friend to Desna. Uh, you get a bottle cap, Lork. Hey, oh, all nice. right. Yeah. You get the official Lork bottle it's cap. It's a Lork bottle cap. Oh, nice. It's got his face on it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, good uh, Good call on that. Um, uh, he offers to uh, both heal you um, if you have any ailments, anything he can uh, do to heal you, and he says that this place is as safe as any if you choose, if you need to invigorate yourselves at all. Just come here and uh, you can rest home base because um, the orcs and the giants won't dare walk through the doors does he know any other tactical information about the fort 
um, you know, would it go anywhere if we asked him, you know, where Grenzeldeck holds up or where, you know. You now, when you mention Grenzeldeck, he, all he knows is that she was trying to amass a dowry to try and wed this storm tyrant. Um, but uh, because of the failed raid on Trunau uh, and the loss of the treasures there, the dowry wasn't significant enough to gain the tyrant's uh, interest. That's all he knows is like trying communicating with this, with uh, Droja. Droja has let him know that much. That's all he knows. So, which okay. is kind of the same information you got from Droja about Gretzeldeck. Right. So uh, she was raiding Trunau. What you know is she was raiding Trunau to get this treasure to try and impress someone known as the Storm Tyrant. And obviously, the, you guys stopped the raid from happening, and now she's gone into some sort of depression. Um, and so in communicating with Droja, he, fi- he finds out what's going on here, uh, and he's also found out that you guys were coming. And when you walked in the room, he watched you to see if you were reverend, if you were friend or foe. And when Galabras started uh, chanting and whatnot, uh, he knew he could reveal himself to you. I... Uh, I- turn to uh, Fabian and I say my friend here could definitely use your blessing her name's Ingraheld she was so scared in the last battle she wasn't even on the battle order (laughs) (laughs) she needs she needs the blessings of Desna so that she might feel well enough to fight along our side she was practically invisible oh my she didn't even even have a pawn I totally forgot she was with you (laughs) (laughs) it was the silent spell let's be honest we all did we all did wow not once did anyone say uh, where's Ingraheld yeah I totally forgot Uh, so we can uh, just imagine she was keeping watch in the guard tower. <laughs> right. Get our back, Ingrahild. Uh, I'm Ingrahild. <laughs> nice to meet you, Fabian. Oh, that's great. Heal me. Uh, so I, uh, Lork actually does need healing. So can I? Does he cast a spell, or is it just we can rest here? Uh, he will channel positive energy. Awesome. Yeah. Um, or, or or you guys can rest, but it depends on what you want to do. In well, terms the problem of with resting is that. You know, we expose uh, Umlo to more danger the longer we take yeah, to do this. Right. right. And right now it's it's morning going into afternoon. You know what I mean? You guys mm-hmm. came at twi- You guys rested through the night, woke up at twilight, got entrance through uh, Kargik's tent, and then you came through here and fought these guys like for breakfast. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. now you're in here and it's going to be afternoon soon. So you can hang out here for a little bit. But yeah, you would think that later this afternoon is when Umlo is going to have to go again. Yeah. Right. So he fought last night. You hope he lived. Right. Um, it's funny too, hearing about, uh, Grenseldeck's plan about trying to woo the storm tyrant, which we don't know who it is. It makes me think of Thanos, uh, from Marvel comics, which he's in love with death, like the female embodiment of death in the Marvel comics universe. And so he's trying to, he, like kills like millions and millions of sentient souls to try to impress her, and it's just there's it's it's fun. I wonder if they were thinking along kind of the same. That way. inspired the yeah. Uh, I the, it, the nugget of the story. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, um, you'll have to ask her. <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, so, did you read Avengers uh, issue one forty three? Giant size Avengers one <laughs> two. <laughs> All right. All right. So you want uh, you want to get channeled. Uh, <clears throat> yeah energy okay um, I just took it you just took it you don't even know what it is 
Uh, I'm sure. He channels ten points of healing to all of you. Whoa, okay. whoa, 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 whoa. Do you need any more? No, I'm good. Um, Barry Connick Jr. Okay. Yeah, he was he was healed by Galabras last episode. Uh, so um, yeah, Fabian's like you know I'm sure you have much to do here, but I sense great goodness, especially from you, young dreamer. If in your travels throughout the fort, you find his remains, please bring them here. Please destroy them, and you will free me. On my life, I swear it. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, um, All right. So now, what is the plan? You've got about 20 different options. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, talk it out. Talk it out amongst you guys what, what the options are. So uh, I'll fill in the blanks. Basically, oh. I feel like we, have, we can go towards the keep or we can go back towards the entrance, right? Towards the, uh, what do you call it? The, the fighting pits? Yeah, the Barbican. Yeah. There's the Barbican area where you guys were looking over the guard tower. You saw the ogre kin come up and you ducked down because they heard Baron's double barreled gun right. kill a hill giant. And the, you know, there's stuff going on over there. Then there's the actual, these middle buildings that you were standing upon. And there's a staircase from where the hill giant was atop there leading down into it, as well as a door from the inner courtyard leading in. And it's a giant sized ladder? Like, would it make sense that the giant could... It's a staircase that a giant could fit down. Okay. Yeah, it's not a ladder. It's like descends oh, down... Oh, uh, staircase. Gotcha. ...into these buildings that separate, that basically uh, bisect the courtyard, creating an outer bailey and an inner courtyard. And then there is the keep itself. In the inner courtyard, there's doors on the other side, and you would just know that it's most likely more guard, guard towers. From what you guys have seen, you know, there's doors to the north, they're, they probably just lead to guard towers like the one you guys came in. Yeah, it's like mirrored on the other side. Right. So you've got these buildings in the middle. You've got the front with the bear, uh, the barbican, the bear pits, and then another building that the ogrekin was on top of. It's sm- it's a small building. It's probably like a guard a guardhouse in there too, but it's it's larger, so there might be other stuff in there. And then you have this keep, and the keep you can enter the keep from the second level. So you've got the middle buildings, the keep, and then back at the front. Uh, Lork wants to go to the keep. Della agrees. Yeah, I just feel like we got to get Grenzeldeck as soon as possible. And I think that that's where she is. If we can destroy their leader, that might fracture their ranks anyway, so. Are you saying Lork wants to play for keeps? (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, I got skid, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I mean, we're going to have to be searching for a while, probably. We're going to have to, like, search all over the place. Oh, because right. wherever these remains are, they've got to be, by definition, in various places. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're going to move that one for all it's worth, aren't you? I, uh, my initial reaction was to play this like a video game and clear out the middle buildings. But I also get wanting to go straight forward. Um, yeah, I just think that the fort going in the keep has the benefits of we have killed these ogres in the courtyard. Their bodies are laying there bleeding. The hill giant's dead. We uh, unbarricaded the church. Uh, somebody's going to see it at some point and report directly to Grenseldeck, who might be able to rouse some support from some of the orcs, or maybe through sheer threat. And we know that Kargak would turn on us in a second if the giants were about to kill them all. You know, he would be like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll kill him. So, uh, and Lork just feels like that's where the giants are. And he just wants to hunt giants. So that's my reasoning behind the keep. Yeah, Grenzeldeck right now is, is in one location. Once, you know, now that the alarm is about to be raised or has been raised, that just the longer we wait to go after him, her, the yeah. least likely she'll be there. Yep. 
So we do it. Okay. I um, I turn to Lork before we go on this plan of action, and I say, "I killed Screed before he could do anything else. We made the mistake with Malira to let her live, and look at how that bit us in the ass." I would like to make sure that we end her life completely if we come to fight her. If she... I'm, I'm constantly in this position in, in Pathfinder games where you let a boss live for like two more seconds and they like escape or do something more devious. See, I just want to like see, slit her throat. Yeah, it oh, yeah, yeah, that too. So, yeah, I just want assurances and I think Lork would be on my side of just straight up ending the life of this giant. Aye, but we need information on this Storm King as well. It's true. Yeah. Um, Alright, we good to go? Let's go. Do you Let's ask, go to the do you have any other questions for Fabian while he's here? How did you fight and kill the orcs and giants and ogres that you said you fought before they barricaded you? Desna's powers run through me, not unlike your friend here. I am a powerful cleric. Oh, you know what we should do before we leave? We should race the like uh, danger, vengeful spirit within, and say, uh, "Come inside, free orc food, or, like free, free giant <laughs> food." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> free lemonade for giants. Yeah. Um, Get it all. all right, let's move to the keep. Moving to the keep up the Moving stairs across the, the plank keep. and I just assume Grenzeldeck will be right inside you yeah. guys combat <laughs> you guys come outside go. just everyone roll a perception check real quick yeah. okay huh. 12 uh, 23 24 12 on your way to the platform which isn't too far away uh, Lork and Della see these double doors that lead into the uh, these middle buildings like just Shut really quickly, like something saw you and then shut the door. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I, that's, somebody doesn't want us going to the keep. <laughs> I need to know so badly. That's, a, that. that's all you see, and only Lork and Della see it. Well, all right. So it's that suggests to me that might be the other orc spies. Uh, the other orc. Well, they never spies. came back. We don't know that they died. We just know that they never came back. He right, said that's he, a, I'm, I think if they're alive, they're hidden in those buildings. Right. Well, he said he sent two, yeah. did he specify? So there's only two. one left. Sorry. Yeah, it looks like one left. Um, or there could be something else we just don't know about in here that is not as wantonly aggressive as a giant or an ogre. Um, okay, so we got the sense from our perception check that whatever it was saw us, not just saw the carnage in the courtyard. Yeah. Um, it was just like a dump. Well, I'm I'm still in for the keep, unless anybody wants to change it. I'm in for the keep. Speak now. Though it seems like our DM is subtly hinting we should go to the middle of the Don't yeah. metagame. Don't metagame. It's, uh, I'm just telling you what you saw. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you that Lork is thinking that maybe this, you know, maybe we've been seeing the carnage has been seen and they're going to tell somebody, but I, I doubt that we're going to track them down. So I'm like, let's just get in the back way and get to the fort before they can yeah. get to us. I think that makes the most tactical sense. I, I kind of want to hunt him down, but I'll go with majority rules. Um, all right, so you guys make your way towards the keep. Yeah, up the stairs. Up the stairs. And across it's, uh, the, the Single bridge. file. Talk to me about the order, and what are you guys doing? Just walking up and in? Um, order. I'm happy to go first unless somebody else wants to. Lork's happy to go first unless go Della wants to go invisible or something. 
No, I'm fine to just walk in. Okay. Uh, Lork will go first with Barry, and uh, he'll do a perception once he gets to the landing there, uh, looking inside and see, see what he sees, at least from, from the outer parts. Sure. Uh, 15. Um, yeah, so obviously you see the keep is built straight into the, the southwestern corner of the fort. Um, you walk up the freestanding stone staircase, Look, start looking from the drawbridge in, and you see a large open chamber that looks like it's been gutted. Inside. Inside. Uh, okay. Um, Anything like on the you ground? see chunks of walls where walls used to be, um, and like exposed. Uh, what are they called? Joists. Sure. What? Like jutting from the walls, like branches. Joists. Like things I don't know that, what that is. joists. They like flying buttresses. Wall supports. Fly uh. buttress. <laughs> Get your hands off my buttress. Granulated um, buttresses. Okay. Uh, I am going to uh, move cautiously inside. Okay. Uh, you walk inside and you see a very strange sight. So it's a large room, but the ceilings are only 10 feet high. And there's debris everywhere. So it's difficult terrain for any medium-sized creature. Wow. Large just rocks all large, over No, it's just like broken pieces of wall. Like there, you can tell there used to be three or four walls here, but it's been gutted to make more space. Room for giants. Oh. A little, little interior decoration. Difficult terrain for everybody. Unless you're a large-sized creature, you could, just, you could easily move over it. Okay. And there are a couple of large creatures in there. Oh, no. Right when you walk through the door, you see piles of smelly furs in the corners of the room and one hill giant is waking up another hill giant oh, when oh. it sees you. Oh no. Roll for it. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's about to go down. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, we got no surprise rounds. We got just two hill giants, four heroes, and a bear. I should have said four heroes and a lork. Uh, all right, who's got over 20? Uh, 15 for lork. 15 for lork. Della, 27 again? 16 for Della. 16 for Della. Always one up in Baron. 16 for Baron. Ooh. Baron wins. Baron wins in the Della Baron uh, initiative battle. That's true. Uh, what about Galapras? 11. Oh! oh! Not too shabby. Yeah, I rolled an 11 yeah. on the die. <laughs> oh, where, all right. Where's Ingrahild? Oh, where is Ingrahild? She is with you, and she... Uh, <laughs> she this week, present. she's playing. And she hates giants. Uh, okay, she is uh, after Lorcan Barry Conachu, before Galabras. Uh, okay, so you guys walk into the room, and Lork, you see two hill giants. One is rousing the other one up from its smelly furs. Caught them napping. Not Got really. It. They're awake now. These are hill giants. This is what Baron just shot the cheek off of and eventually killed with a double-barreled gun, but that hit him once for significant damage. And the same hill giants that almost killed poor Galabras on the patrol. Baron, you're up. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so Baron moves in as far as he can to the room. Uh, and you're moving half speed. Oh yeah, remember it's difficult terrain. Uh, so Baron is going to hold his action until 
people clear out in front of them because I would end my Lork turn. Lork and Barry are in front of Baron right now. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move after them because they're. I would have to end my turn in there. So split. you're just holding your action. Yep. Okay. Baron holding his action. Della, kind of in a similar situation. Della's gonna step into the room and to the left. Okay, so Della just throwing caution to the wind. Well, she's gonna rushes hug the, through. She's gonna hug takes the wall. The left. Hug the wall. Yeah, yeah. On the left and magic missile. Magic missile. Now, how many magic missiles do you have? I have three. Okay. <laughs> let's, if I so, take away all the extra ones you got over time, you have negative two magic missiles. Uh, <laughs> let's just even it out right now. All right, so three magic missiles, all at sa- the same one, or are you spreading them out? Uh, I'm going to do it all against the one that was rousing the sleeping one. Okay, so that's the one on the left. The sleeping one is tucked away there in the corner. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Boom. Okay. Uh, Lork. What do you want to do, buddy? Oh, man. This is tough. These are your favorite characters. Giants. You love giants. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because I would just want to charge in at them, but I can't because the floor is completely riddled with broken walls. Mm-hmm. It's as if someone wrote this really well. <laughs> oh, and Della's scimitar is on fire, by the way. Classic Della. You're going uh, to get something burned down with that, Della. Lork is going to slide to his right uh, where Della went left. He's going to slide to the right. And shoot, uh, quick draw his bow and shoot an arrow at uh, the one that is rousing the other one. Uh, with this time, we're gonna hit Lork. Yep, Natty 19. Natty 19. Nice. So the so one that Della just hit, you come in and boom, boom with the arrow. Um, 14 points of damage. Holy shit! Woo! Now, correct me if I'm wrong, you forgot to add favorite enemy. To hit and damage last all week. last combat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I got I remembered it this time. Good. Nice. 14 points of damage. Great yeah. job. Uh, Barry Connick Jr. Uh, Barry is going to um, just move into the room. Okay. So Barry comes into the room. Uh, Inga is uh, going to draw her bow. Well, Baron can go now. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, Baron, go. now you yep. want to go. So I'm going to move as far as I can, which is 10 feet. Right. And I am going to shoot, uh, that's 20 feet or 30 feet away, the giant. That's 20 feet. Oh, great. So I'm going to get, uh, just shoot him. It's the old touch AC. Uh, that is a uh, 27 to hit. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't think anything has a touch AC of 27. That is 16 points of damage. Oh, nice. Man, great. Great! I mean, you see the importance of initiative now when there's no surprise rounds. For each of you to be able to go pop, 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 and get all these hits in, you've really uh, done some serious damage on this first guy. Good job. Uh, do you have another shot? Oh, no, you moved to get into that position. I could, right? by the way, we are stupid. You guys already read it, but I should have rolled for each of my uh, pistol pulls oh, yeah, that I was other thinking, time. Yeah. Oh, so, so I could potentially pull another, but I haven't already subtracted four, so it's too late. I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow it. Uh, okay, Ingrahild is going to double move into the room, and she's got her axes in hand, so she's not gonna get very far because of the difficult terrain. But she's just rushing up to try and join the fray because she really hates giants. <laughs> oh, I bet she does. Ah, two axes out at the ready, Galabras. You guys all roll higher initiative than the hill giants. Uh, I'm gonna move up behind Baron and uh, Della and reach out and touch Della with a bit of luck. Oh, all right. Like it, like it, like (laughs) it. Desna is flowing through Galabras right now. (laughs) Hill giant time. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, the first one comes up. And mind you, these guys aren't affected by the difficult terrain. And um, attacks Ingehild. Way to just use her as a meat shield. <laughs> um, okay. 20 to hit. Hits Ingehild uh, with a uh, great club. Oh, oh, man. The one who the one who is waking it up has a great club in hand. Heard you guys coming. The other one is just just has fists. Its great club is next to it. Uh, hits Ingehild for twenty two points of damage. Oh, oh my god! Really oh. bad hit on Ingehild. Um, and then the second one comes up. And God, you got Barry Connick Jr. and Ingehild are in the vanguard right now. Uh, can I make an argument? Sure. If you said that thing was sleeping, I would think that it would have to get up and then move. Right. And that would be its full its full turn. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, because it was, uh, I would, you know, it was rousing. It was rousing it, so it stood up and it used the rest of its movement to get up into the group. So it'll probably be uh, a little bit back, a little bit behind its friend. So the first guy just comes up. Boom! Nails Ingehild, and now you see Ingehild get rocked, and the other one. <laughs> that was amazing. Good. That was uh, great. Round two, Della. Baron. Oh no, Baron moved. I'm gonna. Della's gonna uh, rush up to the one who struck Ingehild. Roll acrobatics to try to avoid the attack of opportunity. Okay. I get to roll twice, and because of my vexing defender trait, I get to add plus four to my roll. You son of a gun! So I have a plus sixteen on my acrobatics. Vexing Ooh. defender. Love it. Uh, natural 14, so 30. 30, you make it. Yeah, so all I, right. Nice. Stella does her, you know, scimitar dance to, so like, roll in, and then I'm going to swing at it with my, and a swift action, keen my, my scimitar. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. So now it is this a is keen why I did, I flaming scimitar. And I'm going to swing at the, uh, the giant. Roll twice. Oh, uh, that's... Critical threat. Get out of here! <laughs> and roll twice to confirm! <laughs> Uh, 23 to confirm. Confirmed. Yeah! Oh, there we go. Della is there a monster. <laughs> I love wow. it. Keen, man. That's awesome. Wow, you're really seeing, you guys are really stretching your six level legs now. Yeah. Ugly wound. Oh, <laughs> that sounds ugly. Normal damage and 1d3 charisma damage and one charisma drain. Oh. Oh, so you basically uh, slice its its at its face yeah. and it makes it even uglier. Yeah, it was so yeah, it was so attractive before. <laughs> I was gonna ask my girlfriend to marry me, and now I can't. Fifteen damage, five of which is fire, and then if you care, uh, two charisma two oh, charisma man. damage. So you come in, swing, and you lop its nose clean off of its face, <laughs> boom, and just blah blah blah, it's shooting blood out at you, <laughs> covering your translucent skin. Uh, <laughs> Lork, you are, excuse me, Della, you are a crit machine. Uh, Lork, hey, man. balance this party out with a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what I'm here for. Uh, all right. Lork is going to step into the fray uh, and take a, an attack of opportunity from the giant. All right, so this one uh, is just slamming. And 21 to hit. That hits. So it, as you come up with the other one that was rousing itself, and it just, boom, punches you for eight points of damage. Ooh, okay. And get past that and swing, uh, whatchamacallit, Gorham's Thorn uh, at this giant. Crit, crit. Come on, crit. It is. I keep forgetting also that Gorham's Thorn is keen. Yeah. It's always keen. So. It's, that's 19 to 20? 17 to 20. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, so 24 to hit. 24 to hit, hits. And it does, oh 
22 damage. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I said a few episodes back that this party was just a strange makeup, and that's got why you guys were having so much trouble. But now with the addition of the Magus, it's really, uh, yeah, you guys that, are really coming into your own. It really fills a, a mega-sized hole that we didn't know we had. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Uh, Barry. All right, Barry is... Um, I forgot to do this. I, I keep forgetting to do this. He's going to do, thank you, Della, for reminding me. He'll do an acrobatics check to avoid the attack of opportunity. Okay. Almost certainly will fail. Uh, 17. Fails. Fails. Takes uh, a hit. And now, is this the one without the weapon? Uh, yeah, this yes. is the one without the weapon. So this one just. So Lork boom. and Barry are on one of them. Della Eight. and Ingrahild are on the other. 18 right to hit. Uh, 18 to hit. Uh, that is a hit, but I will enact my. Um, Bolster, bolster companion and it does not hit and it's a miss it's a miss oh. All right, like, Barry, is, watch out it dodges that is either your third or fourth bolster companion of the day so keep an eye on third that. third okay third of the day and I have five all right Barry can now attack Barry is going to bite uh, power attack bite um, and 16 no Barry has not had a successful hit he's not a, keeping a, up a, he's a, not a, keeping a, up his yeah. end of the bargain here with the team <laughs> he is not uh, Baron uh, Baron has line of sight on the unarmed giant, just uh, barely. Uh, yeah, it's going to get a, a bonus to its AC because you're shooting through, and, um, and it's a minus four to hit. I'm shooting through a square, though. He, the it's a yeah, no, large he's, he's creature. Got a clear, he's got a clear. So I got a clear shot. What you mean? Uh, yeah, I, I can allow that. That's fine. All right, so just minus four to my roll. Minus four to your roll. Yep, because you're shooting into melee. And I'm going to rapid shot at it. Okay. And the this first, is the the sleeping giant. The we'll first say. one's going to be up close and deadly, which I totally forgot when I hit level six is now two d six additional. Oh, oh wow! Oh. oh shit! Man, level six is fun. That is a <laughs> uh, that is a eleven against Touch AC. That's a hit. Nice. Yeah, these things are so big. Like, oh. Touch AC is low. Oh damn! That is uh, sixteen points of damage. Sixteen points of damage. Well, two ones on the six-sided dice. Oh, right. second attack. Sneak eyes. There you go. That is. Uh, I didn't call it ahead it's a of time, hit. so it's regular. Roll for damage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Twelve points of damage. Nice job. Third shot oh, and God. final. Come on, third shot. <laughs> boom! 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 Nobody will hear this. <laughs> Ooh. It's a misfire. It's a misfire. Oh. <laughs> oh. But it's worth All it. Right. I'm glad I did it. All right. So wait a minute. You don't have to reload between I get, I get shots? three reloads. Okay. Because of rapid reload and paper cartridges. Got it. Um, awesome. So you can do unlimited free actions, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Ingrahild. Now she's about to do four attacks. Let's <laughs> see those axes at work. All right. Let's do work. Ingra Hilt. She really hasn't uh, hasn't contributed enough to this group. She did uh, almost it's really hard to contribute when you forget <laughs> to put her in the combat altogether. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. We First got so attack. So many emails about that. Dwarven War Axe misses. Second attack. Misses. Masterwork Hand Axe hits yeah. on the Masterwork Hand Axe. And then the last attack misses. So four attacks. <laughs> she only hits once and does five points of damage uh, to the. The First. giant with the noseless giant. The noseless giant. Um, man, that could have been a lot, a lot more damage. This <laughs> wasn't happening. Galabras. Uh, I'm going to move up behind um, Della and give her another bit of luck. Oh, oh. She, Della is a murderer. <laughs> with a bit of luck. Uh, okay. 
the uh, one, the noseless giant, two attacks on Della. Oh, boy. All right. Ooh. First swing with the great club. 22 to hit. Miss. Oh, no, that's it. Sorry, I didn't take, I didn't take the uh, shield off. Uh, boom. 23 points of damage. Oh. oh. Second swing with the great club with my neon green D20. <laughs> Less of a chance to hit. Oh. Misses. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, I was going to say natural 20. Yeah. So that he he says that so often. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. The uh, the sleeping giant. <laughs> the sleep- What's that saying about being a great idea to wake a sleeping giant? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's always, <laughs> always a great do it, it, it. Always. As long as you're in a room where you can't move well, I think. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Um, can you cleave with a natural attack? Uh, honestly, yeah. why not? All right, yeah. so it's going to attempt to cleave Lork and Barry Connick Jr. So it's just going to punch, boom, with a slam, come down and try to hit. Hulk so this is first attack is on Lork. Uh, misses, so it doesn't get, doesn't it, get, it, doesn't get the cleave. Yeah, nice. And it doesn't get the cleave. Woo. Uh, whoo! You guys caught these giants unawares. Della with bit of luck, round three. Show me what you got. Uh, do you have four or fewer hit dice? Do these giants have four or fewer hit dice? Uh, I doubt it. No. No. Okay. Uh, then Della is just going to do, uh, and she's going to swing her flaming scimitar, rolling twice. <sighs> uh, good thing I rolled twice because I rolled a natural one and a seven, so fifteen to hit. Fifteen misses. Oh no! Um, two attacks. I don't have two attacks. Oh. Uh, and then, shit. <laughs> oh man! Oh, boy. No uh, five foot steps. I know. Beware. That's why I was. Yeah, no five foot steps. You, oh. There's nothing uh, I can do. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. All right. Della does not hit the giant, and it is now Lork's turn. Let me just say, where they haven't done a lot of damage to you, I'm going to change things up if you let them live to their turn, and you're not going to like it. Uh, Lork, what are you going to do? Uh, Lork is going to. He's, he's got two attacks with Gorm's Thorn. Okay. So, great sword. First attack. Natural one. Oh, oh my God. Uh, no. Jesus. Every week. Lord, come on. Uh, all right, you can roll to confirm. Roll to confirm. Natural two. Oh, confirmed. Confirmed. Fumble. Fumble. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, for Lord. You've been handed the card by your good friend Galabras. This just is now going to turn so. This is going to be so Lork's going to lork. <laughs> Uh, awkward attack. You take a minus two penalty to AC for 1d4 rounds. Ooh. Oh, that's bad. <sighs> that's not, not good. No, be that doesn't matter. At least I'm gi- in the combat. Giant's going to be rolling. One round. You One round. Minus, minus two, two AC. Two AC. Okay. okay. Could have been oh, worse. Definitely could have been worse. worse. You're still standing. I can still fight at least. And you oh, well, that was my first swing. I get a second attack. swing. Yeah, yeah. I get a second swing another at my, what, I'm gonna my favorite pants. enemy here. <laughs> no, and it uh, it hits. 23. 23 does hit. Uh, 23 does hit, and I do 24 points. Yeah! Ooh, all right. It is now teetering. Teetering. All right. Barry has to Come save. Come on, Barry. Take Lord. it out. It's not impossible for Barry to... Full attack action. Claw, claw, bite. Claw, claw, bite. All power attacks. Here we go. Claw. Miss. Claw. Uh, 17. Miss. Miss. Bite. Miss. God damn it. Oh, oh, Barry. Barry. This this Barry is not working out. Barry, you racist, paranoid fuck. I know. Uh, I am, I'm no longer going to bolster Barry. I'm, I'm just going to let them kill him. 
That's a good oh. plan. He's useless. Yeah. Barry's got to go. Barry, Barry's got to go. Uh, oh, boy. All right. Uh, <laughs> we need a new entertainer. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Barry, I don't know. I think we got to do more with him. Baron, you've got that clear line of shot with that sleeping giant. Not now that uh, Ingerhild's moved up. Uh, mm. Well, maybe kind of. But anyway, my gun's jammed. So uh, going to shoot with it jammed and hope for the best. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is this is where grit economy comes into place. So I only have one grit point left for the day unless I gain more. Ah, right. So I could spend a grit point to clear my gun as a move action and still shoot, but I'm going to keep that grit point. Okay. And just clear it as a standard action and stay where I am. Okay. So Baron. Well, I'm going to move 10 feet. Well, no, that's not going to give me a better line of sight. I can't really move anywhere where I get a better shot or else I'd move. Yeah. It's, it's getting really, this room, even though it's been cleared out to make room for the giants, it kind of bottlenecks here and widens towards the back of the chamber. Um, so yeah, everything is clumped right here at the door. So Baron just uses standard action to just get this fucking cartridge out of here. Damn it. Uh, all right. Ingrahild. Four attacks. First attack, natural 20. Oh, oh there we go. Right. Roll to confirm, natty 19. Yeah. Inga Hild Kretz. Oh, she might have just saved Della's life. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right, it is a slashing weapon. Overhand chop, <laughs> double damage, and 1d4 bleed. <laughs> and mind you, that is that's a dwarven war axe. So double damage for her is times three damage. Yeah, that's oh. right. So times three and bleed. We were why just saying. There, why, why, why is there gunfire, Joe? You need to move to a better neighborhood. I clearly, this is ridiculous. I clearly hit something, and it's the <laughs> sirenscape is firing a gun over and over and over. Ingrid has four attacks. She crit on the first one. Times three, one d four bleed, max damage. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Uh, 14 times 3. Do it in your head. 42. <laughs> 42. 42 points of damage, and she kills the giant. Oh, my God. That is awesome. <gasps> and uh, since she still has movement left, she will uh, start moving towards that's the back Stella. of the room. That's Stella. Oh, that's Stella. I'm sorry. So she will start uh, moving and avoiding uh, attacks of opportunity. So you moved her too far. Right yeah, she, can, she can't get very far feet. because of the difficult terrain. And actually, we're going to leave that body there just to clog the room a little bit, make it tough. So she strikes down that giant Ooh. that was about to power attack Della for two attacks, Ooh. which would have been brutal. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, Inga. Galabras, one giant left. One giant left. You can't kill it. Uh, I'm going to channel. Ah, Okay. Uh, eight points of healing. Eight points of healing to the group. Della shouts no. back her thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Lork feels reinvigorated. Okay, the hill giant. The last one. The last one here. What are, what are they doing here? They clearly cleared out this room to make room for giants to move around. But what are they doing here, and why weren't they on better guard? Mm. This place is falling apart. Slam number one at Lork. 24 to hit. That's a hit. Slams Lork for, don't know why I rolled a d4. Uh, slams Rourke. Slams Mickey Rourke <laughs> for 10 points of damage. Goes to slam again. Uh, 20 to hit. Hits. Hits for n another 9 points of damage. So boom, boom, 19 points of damage. You just feel these fists hit you. A feeling that you probably haven't felt you know, until recently, for years. Right. And this is really... Toe-to-toe -to -toe you know, you're, yeah. you're getting the physical memory of fighting giants back again as a fist the size of your head hits you in the chest twice. <sighs> All right, round four. Della, what you gonna do? So how can I get... 
Is there a space there that I can move in next to Lork to attack the uh, roll, roll acrobatics? Yeah, you're going to have to roll acrobatics. Uh, what's your movement? 30 feet. That's so, 15 feet. So, no, you can only move 5 feet. But you can either go in there and provoke or... Oh, because it would go at speed. Because you have to go at quarter speed. Um, you can probably survive the hit. You can you can move at full speed and roll it, but it's his CMD plus 10. Let's do that. Okay, so CMD plus 10. CMD plus 10. I mean, I'm not going to get it, but I need to help. So, it, because basically, you, instead of moving half speed, which you wouldn't have been able to get over there, you add a plus 10. 33. 33? Yeah. CMD plus 10 would have been 32. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. You made it. That's wow, amazing. that's incredible. Nice. Flaming Keen <sighs> Scimitar. What a dancer. 14 to hit. Yes. Well, at least you didn't get hit. That was nice. Uh, all right, Lork. That is a crazy, awesome acrobatics roll. Uh, okay. Vexing Defender. What does that give you? A plus four? Plus, it gives you a plus one normally. Lork but if, but if, they're, if they're bigger than you, plus four. <laughs> to avoid awesome. attack opportunities. Awesome, awesome. Spoiler alert. You're going to fight a lot of enemies that are bigger <laughs> than you. It's a giant slayer trait. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Lork is... Uh, he's going he's gonna to kill this thing. You and uh, Matthew are still sitting on bottle caps. First swing. Natural 20. Get out of here! Yes! Trip it! <laughs> I know, right? What a wasted trip. To confirm, uh, 19 to confirm. 19 exactly. Yeah! Oh, confirmed crit! Confirmed crit for Lork. last episode you hit rolled a 1 and a crit in the same episode. This episode you rolled a 1 and a crit. <laughs> oh, shit. He's very excited. Yeah. I did Parrying too. strike. Yeah. Double damage and plus 4 AC for one round. <laughs> oh, it's not going to wow. matter. It's not gonna matter. Oh boy, was this a power I attack? Lork said he was killing it, and he's gonna kill it. Uh, yeah, power attack. Forty-two points of damage. <laughs> so Lork, Lork brings Gorm's thorn up over his head and cleaves it straight through its chest, like right above the nipples, and half of its body falls from its body oh. and it just collapses. Yeah, Lork. Just blood just blah, 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 pouring out everywhere. You're covered in blood. He turns to Barry Connick Jr. and he says, "That's how you do it." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benghazi, Benghazi, and that's it. You killed the hill giants. Oh man, awesome. good job! Awesome. Wow, that was, that was fun. Now I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, man, you guys are really coming into your own. Yeah, for real. Um, man. Let's not count out Angerhild's crit there. No, that was, no, that that was, that was huge. huge time. Uh, okay, now let's take a look at this room. Is that the most crits we've had in one combat? That was a lot. I mean, between lot. this episode and last episode. Well, between the two keen weapons, that's the... Yeah. That's yeah. What but you guys are rolling 20s on your... Yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah, used You've been rolling 20s. I, I'm been... rolling 18s and 19s, so even without the keen, it would still be crit. Mother yeah. effort. <laughs> Mother effort. All right. We also both fumbled, so... Yeah. True. So, in addition to all that I've described so far, the broken down walls, the joist, the word you didn't know what it meant, <laughs> uh, and the smelly furs, and now two dead giants. You see three sets of double doors Ooh, exiting okay. this entrance hall to the keep, or what was once an entrance hall. To the right is a set of double doors that you guys would just know is going to lead back to the latrine area. Remember when you exited the latrine, there were double doors to your right and doors straight up, and you guys went up. And then you right. went along the curtain wall and came to the bunk room. Had you taken a right, you would have walked right into this room. Got it. Okay, so that's the doors to your right. You need not worry about them. There are doors to your left. And there are a set of double doors to the center. 
Uh, is there, and there, Left, can right, I do a perception center. check on the furs? I want to see if there's anything in there of interest or if they're just disgusting sleeping giants. Yeah, you don't even have to roll a perception. There's nothing it's in there. Like, it's just yeah, gross. they're sleeping in their own filth. I do. I pick up the giant's nose that got cut <laughs> off and I just tuck it into my belt pouch. Ooh, <laughs> gross. Shades of Gormley. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they were, they were really grumpy, probably from having to stoop in this room. It's only 10 feet high. Oh, so they were stooping the whole time? Yeah, I mean, not not more uh, flavor wise. Okay. They're just like real <laughs> ornery. Yeah, and their heads are like right up at the ceiling. Right. Um, uh, yeah, like if Galabras had had any ENA check left, he would have burst through the ceiling or had to roll to try and burst through the ceiling. Della appeals to Galabras for a little consensual wanding. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yo, girl, I'm always there. Uh, you, you could always channel too, because I'm also down twenty. Uh, well, four points from the wand for you, and then I'll, I will channel again. Uh, ten. All right. That's good. That's great. Okay. Uh, yeah, so double doors to the right. You know where they lead. Double doors straight ahead. Double doors to the left. And uh, in all of your maps so far, you don't know what's going on here. Right. Uh, all right, Lork will turn to Baron and go left. I like left, and I quickly walk with my hand along the wall, feeling for secret doors, the entire perimeter. <laughs> stone cutting. Uh, okay, roll stone cutting. That is a fifteen, no six, uh, sixteen. Yeah, you don't you don't see anything. All right, um, it's it's just these three sets of doors in and, front of you. And can I just roll a perception, uh, looking at the walls and floors? I'm going. Mm-hmm. Della will join. Uh, natural one. Uh, <laughs> Twelve for Della. So we have to check. Beautiful Ooh. picture windows outlooking the courtyard. <laughs> Does anyone have dungeoneering to be able to tell what might be behind these doors or anything like that, or would that even count? I mean, I, I have dungeoneering, but I mean, we have the map. It looks like a smaller room, maybe with stairs going down, possibly, or spiraled. Or up. Or up. All right, let's go, let's go left. I like I left. Uh, all right, I'm going to do a perception check on the door for traps. Um, 31. 31. Uh, it does not appear to be trapped. Okay. Um, I will attempt to stealthily open the door. Okay. Uh, Sorry, that is a 17. Uh, Okay, you open the doors. You see a small chamber. To the left, a set of double doors. To the back of the room, a spiral staircase descending down. Uh, All right, I'll check the doors on this floor. Um, Perception check for traps. Okay. There might be some crude traps here. Uh, 26. 26. Uh, you do not detect any traps. Um, all right. I'll try to stealthily open the door. Uh, 14. 14. You open the door. You see a small room. Similar to the latrine in size. Circular room. And there's a low fence surrounding a rectangular opening in the room's floor. A winch, a frayed rope, and several rusted bu- buckets, ah, along hmm. with three water jugs, sit next to the fence. Hmm. It's a well. It's a well. Oh, it's a well. Um, so Lork will, peer, he'll peer, uh, walk up to it and peer. Oh, no, there's a fence surrounding it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can I get through the fence? Is there an opening or a latch or a... 
um, there is you could just kind of step right over it. Okay. Um, so I'd like to step over it and look down into the well. Uh, okay. Roll a perception check. 16. You step up and you don't notice that the tiles surrounding the well are weak. Oh no. And you weigh over 200 pounds with all your gear the floor collapses, and you fall. We'll see you next week. Oh, my God! Oh, shit! Mark! Oh! Oh! Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.